0: Before we get to our first postcard, I just want to thank Betsy for sending me the postcards used on today's episode. You can find my friend Betsy on Instagram at mermaids underscore and underscore mailboxes. The front of our first postcard has Sleeping Beauty Castle at night. The castle is illuminated with pink and blue lights, and inside the castle you can see a single lamp guiding visitors into Fantasyland. On the back it reads, Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Sleeping Beauty's enchanted castle stands guard over the entrance to Fantasyland where guests cross a real drawbridge to enter this land of storybook and fantasy. It's postmarked July 25th, 1961, and sent with a three-cent purple Liberty stamp. I assume they visited the park on Monday, July 24th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 81 and a low of 62. Park attendance that day was 25,920. It's addressed to a John Courtright of Spokane, Washington. It reads, Dear John, Disneyland is a real make-believe world come true. Daryl and I enjoyed it more than the kids, spent the day here, and all are bent out of shape. Kathy Kathy was at the park just 13 days before the opening of one of Tomorrowland's most infamous attractions, the Flying Saucers. Opening on August 6, 1961, the Flying Saucers allowed guests to board their own personal spacecraft. The craft had a diameter of 5 feet and hovered over the ground with the use of high-powered jets. That would allow the ride vehicles to glide on air around what was called a space terminal. The flying saucers became bumper cars allowing guests to move from side to side and maneuver their saucers to bump into other saucers. The e-ticket attraction is infamous because of how often it would break down. Also, depending on the guest size, the ride vehicle would either be grounded by the weight or, or would not move because the guest's weight was not enough to maneuver the saucer. The attraction closed in 1966 and was replaced by the Tomorrowland stage, which eventually became an indoor theater and now is used as a preview center for upcoming Disney films or for The Path of the Jedi. A version of the Flying Saucers attraction did make an appearance in Cars Land with Luigi's Flying Tires. Before we get to our next postcard, I just wanted to thank Infield Posts, the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Last weekend I sent over 200 postcards, many with stamps I bought from Enfield Post. Now I'm low on postage and looking at the Etsy shop to buy some more vintage stamps to use. There are some great vintage space stamps that would look great on the back of a vintage Tomorrowland postcard, or I just found a Gibson Girl stamp that would look great on the back of a Main Street postcard. Be sure to check out Enfield Post on Instagram or Etsy, that's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T for your vintage postage needs. The front of our next postcard also has Sleeping Beauty Castle, but in the daytime. In the moat, you can see a white swan floating near the drawbridge. On the back, it reads, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Crossing over the ancient drawbridge and the moat with its peaceful swans, Disneyland guests enter Sleeping Beauty's castle, wherein lies the world's happiest kingdom, Fantasyland, a magic land which takes them back to childhood. It's postmarked July 23, 1966, and sent with a four-cent blue George Washington stamp. I assume they visited the park on Friday, July 22nd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 86 and a low of 62. Park attendance that day was 36,346. It's addressed to a Mike Bully of Washington, D.C. It reads, Saturday. Hello. Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland have been kind of draggy. I might have enjoyed them more had I not been with my parents. I guess they're getting too old for my youth and foolishness. Write soon if you're home, or when you get home, or something. We'll write more later. Love, Swari. Swari was at Disneyland just two days before the opening of New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square was the first permanently added land to the park. It was also the first official land that was not connected to the central hub. Imagineers started working on the plans for New Orleans Square in earnest as early as 1957. But other projects, including the 1959 e-ticket editions and the 1964 World's Fair, delayed the timeline almost a decade. Although called a square, New Orleans Square more closely resembles a triangle, with a few blocks of shops and restaurants that make up a fake grid between Pires of the Caribbean, the Haunted Mansion, and the Rivers of America. On opening day of the land, the mayor of the real New Orleans Square, Victor H. Shiro, was present to cut the ribbon with Walt. Attendance at the park that day was just over 35,000 guests. The land opened with a few shops and restaurants, but no attractions. Pirates would have an official opening about seven months later. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com sentfromdisneyland. Special thanks to E-Ticket Patrons Joe Gamble, Eric Daniels, and Tania. C-Ticket Patrons Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Ruby McDowell, and serious Inquiries Only. And a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast. And to the E-Ticket Patrons Elise Sharp, Zelot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Monica Seats Vega, Jennifer Schneep, The Yellow Board Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Disneyland. Or on Twitter at SentFromDisney. From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to SentFromDisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.